0: I remember when Saka broke out into the scene as a left
1: back. Yeah, as a left back. Man.
0: i like I remember those days and when I seen him go to right wing, I'm like, what? But like he went off. Usually it <laughs> used to only be United who used to
2: get that kind of
3: It's hard to replace Herdman. I'm pretty sure he had more he had double the wins than he had losses. And he brought to our first World Cup. Uh, first place. While, yeah. First place in the qualifiers. Neymar leaving
0: Europe. It's the last of a dying breed. It's someone with flair, individuality, talent, skill, who will pull out a rainbow out of his ass. I mean, you see it. You look at a rainbow now, you're going to get a yellow card. What's good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews,
1: a.k.a. Matt, a.k.a. Matosinho. And today, people, today, coming at you with another episode of the Footy Culture Podcast. As you can see, to my right, we got a special guest. We got a man like Balraj in the studio. What's going on? What's up? And then we got the other boys like you, Jay. What's going on, fellas? Happy to be here. Got Chris. What's up? And James and Dan.
4: How's it going, everyone? Classic uh, cleanup crew. I classic. We're back. (laughs) We're
1: back. We're back. But yeah, boys. Premier League. Let's get right into it. I know you're an Arsenal fan. Just want a quick little summary of the game, quick, before we get into some stuff.
2: Yeah, well, uh, you want the live (laughs) play-by-play? I mean, uh, we ended it as a draw. Hate ending it as a draw. All FIFA fans will know that. Uh, terrible option. I should never have that option. But honestly, I liked, I liked the experimentation. Obviously, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people are impatient about that and a little bit anxious about it. But uh, I like what they're trying to do. Obviously, like we've had some, We we've got that injury to and Timber. But uh, you just can never let a goal in five minutes before the end of the game no you know when you're up by a guy uh up by a man so uh there's no excuse for that we came back we did our job uh but the end result was just a complete um just a complete lack of concentration so you know all in all I'm glad we came back everything momentum was all on our end and then we just let a soft goal in so yeah really sucked to see that um I like the fight from the team I think we've already proven that but uh yeah, it was just hard to see that and then see all the other top six clubs come back and win. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether they were down a man or whether they weren't. So it kind of sucked. But uh, what can you do, man? We're going to win some, lose some. Hopefully we learn from it and uh, we don't do that at the end of the season. For sure. I'd rather have it at the beginning. So.
1: <laughs> Are you yeah. satisfied with uh, the new signings so far? Particularly Declan Rice?
2: Yeah, I mean the game against Crystal Palace, he killed it. Mm-hmm. He killed it. Like he was the the main guy. I think he he didn't have as as a as good of a game in my opinion, uh, against Fulham, but the, the system, I think, um, what they were trying in the Fulham game was a bit different, but, uh, I'm really happy with them. Um, Havertz, uh, I think the jury's still up, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a few more games. I mean, everyone will remember it took Henri, I think like what, seven, eight games before he started scoring. <laughs> so we'll give him a time, not comparing Havertz to Henri, obviously, but, uh, um, yeah, I think like give him some time. Let's give the system some time and see, But uh, you know, I think they're trying to create spa- space with him. But Drew and Timber just really sucks. Like, I mean, uh, we all spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Like, yeah. everyone was really excited about him. But it really sucks that he got injured. I feel for him and I feel for the team. So hopefully we make a couple of signings that can kind of help us out a little bit. But, yeah, pretty happy with what everyone, what, what they're doing.
0: It's weird. I feel like whenever there's new signings for Arsenal, there's always so much more pressure put on them, especially from the media side. Like, I saw... A major outlet like Bleacher Report—they were blasting Havertz. I think today yeah. you showed us the
1: tweet a yeah, little earlier. They're saying
3: right? talentless Özil. That's yeah. crazy.
2: Who isn't
0: blasting Havertz? So
2: you know what I mean. Like, is he playing the right position though?
1: Because they're I, playing him as more like a center mid kind of, right?
2: Yeah, I but think some
1: people say he's more of a center forward.
2: Yeah, right? I I think like, I think with this inverted roles that they're doing, they're trying to play down the middle, so yeah. they're they're creating a lot of like overloads in the middle. But uh, is it the right position? Like. Clearly, right now it doesn't seem that way. Right. <laughs> um, so let's see. I mean, I trust Arteta, like I said in the last pod, like I trust him to get the best out of Havertz, and maybe this is the best out of Havertz, <laughs> and that will suck. But maybe it's not. You know, like let's see what let's see what happens. And uh, I think not having Durian Timber on that same side does change things because usually he'd be the one inverting, yeah. and uh, it wouldn't be parte necessarily. So you would have more stability, and he could go free and go 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 a little crazy in the top uh, top of the third but uh I'm no pundit you know I'm, I'm just kind of observing and, and kind of <laughs> we're seeing, just amateurs here <laughs> yeah exactly but uh no like I'm, I'm I'm still happy like he performed well in the preseason and let's just see what happens man it's still three games in like it's yeah. really early and we need the bodies like Champions League's coming the draw is coming up on Thursday uh we need we're gonna need the bodies we need a depth we got depth and we're good to go
0: okay yes or no question are you taking Ivan Tony in
2: January? Uh, it doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt taking him in January. I think he's a great striker. Let's just hope he uh, forgot his password on his betting account. And, uh, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be good to go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we need a striker. Like, we need a striker. Yeah, we need someone who's direct. So um, I would take him. I mean, he's a proven striker. Uh, you know, he's uh, now an England international uh, but you know, I would take him. I'd give it a shot. Why not? Like yeah. we're giving Haberts a shot. We're giving you know what I mean. So yeah. there's not that many options either.
3: So no. it's kind of the only option you guys have. I can't really think of another one. I mean, Arsenal already have
0: what Enketia and Jesus as well, who who could play striker. What's gonna happen to them if they? Okay, but to Jesus them? is kind of injury prone, and he's not a natural out and out nine. Yeah,
2: we need an out and out striker. Enketia is great, yeah. but uh, I like Enketia, but we
0: do need another
2: option.
3: Yeah. Tony is... 20 goals proven in the prem. Exactly. That, that's not easy. <laughs> for not that good of a side, so that that helps. Yeah, I think he'd be good on Arsenal. Havertz, I don't know if he's a center mid though. I know he's like a more of attacking center mid, but like he doesn't when I see him he doesn't really have a position. Like when I I don't know what position he plays. Like he's striker for Chelsea. I'm pretty sure he played most of his career on uh, when he played for Leverkusen he was a cam and he's playing center mid. Like he's usually all over the place. I don't know. Havertz is is, is tricky for me. I don't know if he's going to thrive at Arsenal
2: the The expectation of Havertz scoring like twenty goals, like he did no. in the Bundesliga, like you can't have the same expectations in the Premier League. No. Like I'm okay if he scores like ten goals, you know, in in the Premier League. But you know, cr- create create something to yeah. you know help the team out. Like that's all valuable. But uh, you're right. Like I I don't know about I don't know about that. Let's just see what happens. You know.
0: Sure. Yeah, I agree. Is Bukayo Saka the best winger in the world?
2: <laughs> careful. There's a man. lot
0: of
4: good ways. Be careful in should. the world I don't no, know about in him. his world. position,
3: I think so. Right wing? I think so. Uh, I think so. He, yeah, he might be. I mean, Rodrigo, I, like yeah. that's the only other guy I could think of right now at right wing. Debbie,
2: yeah, it's good too. No, I I think out and out best record. I mean, he got he that that goal against uh that goal against uh, in the first game of the season. What did we play in the first game of the season? I can't remember now. It's been a, been a minute here. But uh, um, yeah, that goal where he was getting pushed over and he like just, you know, that was the biggest like gripe on, on Saka, like small guy getting pushed. Uh, that goal just sealed it for me. Like I I, I was like, I, I, I wasn't sold on it 100 percent. But after that, that goal, I was like, this guy, this guy is the real deal, man. Real, real deal. Actually, I have a player
3: that comes close. Mm-hmm. Anthony. No,
2: oh, that's a <laughs> nah, joke.
0: Nah, yeah, Maybe he's, the he's first bad. game
2: he played, but after that, I don't know.
0: No, hey, I can't name many better wingers right now. And and the development's been crazy. I remember when Saka broke out into the scene as a left back. Yeah, as a left back. I, like, I remember those days. And when I seen him go to right wing, I'm like, what? But like, he went off. And yeah. look at him now. Good for him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah
2: I have... I mean, yeah, go sorry, go no, ahead. No, no, go no. ahead.
3: No no, no. no, no, I have a completely different question. But you go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was just saying... Um, one thing that I think Arsenal's doing better than any other club is they're signing Premier League proven players and they're growing Premier League players and that I think counts for a lot so I don't want to necessarily have a, uh, a striker coming from outside I want Premier League proven players the priority is the Premier League uh, so if they can continue doing that and getting the best out of those players let's, let's go with it man um, and uh, I think that's key that's all I want to say
0: so yeah. you wouldn't take a Jonathan David at Arsenal
2: oh <laughs> Yeah, you know, maybe I was in the I was on that Jonathan David train last year, <laughs> definitely with the with Canada playing so well and him playing so well. I mean, I would take him, but I don't see an improvement. Like I don't necessarily see a lift on uh on Enketia for Jonathan David cuz I think he'd be played as sparingly, but I've been to, like when you have a guy who's proven to score 20 goals in the Premier League, like you need to play him. You need right. to start him in a lot of games, First, right? right? So it's a bit of a different you're seeing with Flo Balogun, right? He scored. Tw- he mm-hmm. he was a fifth, I think, fourth or fifth leading scorer in in uh, French league. Yeah, you want sure, yeah. And uh, you know, <laughs> he's not a hundred million dollar striker. Like the the it's slim pickings out there for yeah. him. I thought everyone would be over over him. You know what I mean? But
3: man, can you yeah, read? it's not not every top player can adjust to every league. Now, Jonathan David, I don't think he, he would adjust to the Premier League. In my opinion, you don't think so? I think he'd adjust to like a Bundesliga or a Serie A, where it's kind of slower pace. I know Bundesliga is a little faster than NCAA, but I don't know. I, I think it, the too fast of pace, and he has to play with the second striker usually. So they don't play with the second striker, which would, yeah. he's kind of like a Gabriel Jesus. So I don't really see an upgrade there. I still say Ivan Tony. I would say Ivan Tony is the best option easily.
1: Interesting. So we're talking about Premier League proven. I want you guys star one, bench one, sell one. Rodri, Rice, Enzo Fernandez.
0: I'll go first. Oof. <laughs> so um i'm selling i'm selling enzo selling enzo i'm okay. benching rice and i'm starting Rodri. Rodri. after what i've seen this weekend and and the tail end of last season he's he's bloody world class the fact that he's scoring goals now is and like bangers nice goals. is ridiculous he's a fantastic player and no ig no tattoos he just plays ball that's it <laughs>
1: so kind of like boost gets
2: then no yeah. IG no tap. No, he got no IG now. He got IG. Well, after how many years? It took some time. He's on <laughs> from Miami, man. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm next. Uh, I think I'll go. I mean, I think I have to. I've, I'll mirror yours. Uh, after what I saw Rodri do, like he was in my fantasy. Uh, <laughs> um, I love Rice. Not in my fantasy. I think Rice is amazing. But yeah, sell Enzo, bench uh, Rice, and start Rodri. Like it, at this point in time, no one better. Yeah, agreed to be fair, but then again, these guys like Rice
1: and Enzo, they have the potential to be better, possibly, mm. right? But at this point in
3: time, it's what you guys both said. Okay. No love for Enzo. No, You're no, going to no. put Enzo on. I got love for Enzo. I think uh, Enzo's better than Declan Rice, in my opinion. Really? Uh, Enzo's a World Cup winner, first of all. He's younger. I think he has more potential. You've seen what he did to this Chelsea midfield. They had a shitbox midfield. He's the only one doing anything for that team. And I don't know. I, th- I think I think he's better, personally. He has more potential to get better. I don't think anything will get to the to the, lim- the point where Rodri is at because he's right now the best in the world. Yeah. I don't think either of them could be the best in the world. But you never know. For a second, I got Enzo. Interesting. How about you guys? I think the same. How about you,
5: Cookie Boys? Same as what? Same as Jay. Yeah, me same too. I got uh, oh. Rodri first, right second for now. And then uh, Fernando hey, Everyone doesn't
0: have to choose Rice that high just because Balraj is here. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no I've, I've been
5: reading Rice, to be fair. I, I haven't been reading Rice, players. but I also don't think Enzo's shown as much as Rice mm. just yet. Mm. Yeah, he hasn't new, shown as much. New yeah. to the League. New yeah. to the League, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, he was great in the World Cup, but that midfield just worked very, very well together, yeah. I
2: think. Uh, do you guys remember James Rodriguez? Like, how great he was in the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah. He made yeah. the shift to, he played for, after the World Cup, he played for United. I think he played for Madrid and he played for Bayern. Bayern. Mm-hmm. And like Madrid he was just getting Madrid, shipped man. around everywhere. No. No. I mean, a great player, but like just couldn't figure it out. No. Like he just couldn't figure it just out. Just World like,
3: Cup tax, man. Yeah. I so think, I think that the problem with that was we were starting to see the end of the number 10 rule. Mm. That too, yeah. Because okay. he was still good for Bayern like when he came on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah like, it's like him, Ozil, they phased out at the same time. Yeah. Pretty much. yeah. yeah. It's like after like 2018 like tens were gone yeah low key yeah
3: so I don't think it's too much of his his skill level that it was his fault but it was more so like the, the tactics the tactics helped hurt him a lot yeah mm-hmm. game okay. changed right yeah big time I have a question about the game changing because I heard you say this at the beginning that you don't like ties yeah. I, I had to ask this. Why, why don't you like ties? <laughs> what Do you have a solution? For that? No,
2: I mean, I think I don't like ties in the sense that like it just feel like every time like Arsenal draws, it feels like a loss. Every single time it's been that way, apart from the one game against Southampton. But even that that one felt like a loss at the stage of the of the we came back. But at the stage but uh, of the season, um,
3: would you take them out if you had the choice, take out ties and may, make it maybe uh, add more time?
2: I mean, uh, I think they're doing that right now, right? Like, I mean, think of how many late goal winners we've seen. Uh, I think we're on that path, but no, I mean, I think ties are an important part of the game. I think keep them in there, but I do like what they're doing with the real. I time. think your point is: Are you trying to lead to that point where like they're adding all this extra time? I I like it. I think um, it stops time wasting. Um, I think that uh, if you are gonna time waste, you get penalized for it, yeah, uh, and I like and I think it's great. I, to be honest, I watched. So you can't catch every single game on the weekend, but I tend to watch really every single game right now because you never know what's going to happen. The World Cup was proof of that too, right? Yeah, that's true. Holy smokes, what an exciting time it is like, you know, uh I mean, I think 10 minutes 12 minutes is a <laughs> yeah. little I too see, that much. Time but like, you know, Especially seven, when you're up. Yeah, yeah Usually like, it used to only be United who used to get that kind <laughs> hey, of time. That's what happened, time, time. For- for- man, yeah.
4: We were up this weekend 3 2, coming back from a 2 0 down, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we saw 11 minutes. I'm like, shit, we're up. I know. We're getting free time done. It's
2: like, yo, you're only supposed to do that when we're losing or when we need to win. No, I like it. I like it.
4: I yeah, like it's it. exciting. I it like it, it I like it where, you know, the players are getting penalized because, like, you, honestly, you can't, no time wasting. Yeah. No time wasting. It slows the game down, and um, it just, it's kind of like, it, it annoys the fan base a little bit. Look, like, you're watching at home, like, this guy, oh, God, this guy, time yeah. wasting, all this stuff. It's like,
3: yeah, get on
4: with it. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny to see now the refs giving these guys the yellows, and these guys are like, what? they
2: didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I'm here, like, but, hey, it's part of football. You got to move on. Let's go.
2: Yeah, and sometimes the wrong guy gets the yellow, like Tommy Asu against, <laughs> <the, like, laughs> against the palace. Still on that. But uh, are you guys seeing, like, what do you guys see? Like, you guys, are you seeing players uh, behave differently because of this? Do you guys generally see that? Or do you uh, think play- it's kind of the same? I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a slow
3: thing. Like, they're going to slowly start realizing that they're yeah. going to get penalized it's, every single time. Still I think, early, I right? think they're trying to re- starting
4: to realize now. I think I'm seeing it. I yeah. think I'm seeing it. Because I'm, yeah. I'm seeing players moving, like, not a lot more time wasting anymore. They're just leaving the ball, they're not they're, kicking it away. Yeah, like even like there's moments where some players will kick the ball in, like instantly just shoot straight yellows. Yeah. And like there's no hesitation from the refs, anything. Yes. Even when um players will get dropped and get fouled, but they're the ones complaining, hey, give them a yellow, those guys yeah. are getting yellow cards yeah. too. And like yeah. these guys have to just be quiet because that's the rule now. You can't speak to the refs. It's a little annoying because at the end of the day, like who's making the money here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Like we're making the big bucks, we're the ones come, The fans are coming here to watch us. Like you're, don't make this about you kind of thing to the refs. Yeah. Because sometimes they're like controlling the game a little too much. Where it does gets, get gets a, a little annoying because it, you know keep the ball moving, keep the play going, but I get it. Like these players, sometimes just need to be quiet and it, like get, let the game go. Yeah, right. For so. Sure.
1: Like I haven't noticed like a massive difference yet, but slowly,
0: like I kind of see like
1: it a little bit, you know.
0: I mean, because yeah, the mentality always used to be, no matter what I do, it's gonna be three minutes at a time. Yeah, that's just kind of what the average and the classic was. But hey, now that they're they got they actually got a stopwatch. At the touchline, they're actually like counting what's happening, it's serious now. So, mm. no, I like the shift,
4: yeah. Yeah,
0: I'd I, really like I want to touch on though the other side of North London a little bit. Spurs, great start to the season so far. Um, I believe they're on two wins and one draw, yeah. So, they're having a great season without their talisman superstar, Harry Kane, crazy, right? But I want to pose a the question. There's this theory called the Ewing theory. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but basically the superstar of the team, the guy that carries the team, once they, once they leave, the, te- the team tends to improve, play better, be a better team. Is that what's happening with Tottenham? Are they better off without Harry Kane? Yes. I think it's still too early to say we're only,
1: what, three games into the season. A lot of people also play the new manager tax into it. And saying like oh players want to perform because the new manager's in, they gotta prove themselves. Everyone's on a clean slate, right? So it might be that as well, too. Again, tough to say because it's only been three games, but
3: we'll see as the season unfolds, you know. I think they have they they have gotten better because you could literally see just, just by the way they're playing, they have like so much more heart for some reason. Yeah, yeah. They're literally going like a hundred percent. Like if you see their uh after the lad their last game, their team rating everyone was over I think like a 7.5 besides well for like a 4 or something <laughs> but either tr- than him, <laughs> <other> than him <laughs> it shows like how well these guys are playing they have Emerson playing in, in the midfield at, at times and then they're, they're Romero and uh, oh, shoot Van Vanda, Van, de Van de Ven have been absolute class that's a, that's a good partnership and that's a partnership to watch out for because they're they're Strong out there, but I don't know, they got better in my opinion. Son's playing, it looks like he's back, even though he hasn't put up any GA really. But he's uh, he looks good again. I don't again. know if he's back, man. He's good, know. he looks good again.
2: I think he's gonna start getting GA soon. The
3: arm bend looks good on him,
2: yeah. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think like to uh, it, it, I mean, I was telling all my friends like this over the weekend, like I hate to say, it, but Tottenham do look good, like and and it's funny, like even non Tottenham fans. Uh, were sending me probably because I'm an Arsenal fan. we're sending me texts like, "Yo, Tottenham look good this year." Tottenham. I mean, we're not competing with Tottenham right now, bro. But uh, maybe, like, I just think, yeah, I agree with you. I think, I actually think Kane should have left when, uh, when uh Poch left. I actually think around that time, mm-hmm. like, that was his peak. It, England would have. Uh, he deserved to play at a top top club. Yeah, he, sure. it's a little too late right now, in my opinion, um, because by the next World Cup, it, it's it's going to, he, he's going to be quite, quite old. And I think other people will be knocking on the door. uh, But uh, yeah, man, I think he should have left at that time. Like the market would have been amazing. I mean, Mourinho came in that you could have maybe seen something happen there, but yeah, Tottenham have responded well traditionally when their top guys have gone. Yeah. um And they just needed to recognize. I just, I actually don't think it was Tottenham that didn't want to sell. Kane I think Kane kind of wanted to stay and he was kind of comfortable, man. Like, I think it was kind of comfortable like he 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 had his spot he he had what he you know he, he knew he, what he was going to get but I think they're way better like Madison looks like a Madison looks like rejuvenated you know oh, yeah like he had cha- I think he he had some chances to go to Chelsea too I think he knew a lot of people there and whatnot but um he looks amazing right now like better than he did at Leicester so oh, I yeah. think it's a I think it's going to be a team to watch for sure.
3: Yeah. Oh and another thing, Basuma and Sar, the way they are bossing this oh, midfield. Yeah, are, yeah. Holy that, yeah. there's CDMs. I didn't expect Basuma to come have a comeback season. They're a little yeah, scary in a he, there, he Especially might, against United. Yeah, yeah they're they were good. good. Sar, Sar is lanky, he literally gets onto everything. Yeah. And then Basuma can control a game like like literally any other player in the Prem. Yeah. They slow it down. Yeah, We're they have to see. They I forgot they had Basuma, man. <laughs> I yeah. forgot they, they had Basuma. I mean, he was a talented player. Besides, Hoiberg took him out of the team last year. Right. Mm. right but Hoiberg. now it looks like they're trying to get Hoiberg out the door. They're, so
4: They're getting rid of, like, the older guys. Yeah. Like, even their, their goalie, too. Now he's doing really well he's, on the wing. Yeah, yeah. You know, even the left side. Who's playing there? Udoji. He's oh, another good out. player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, honestly, surprisingly, Spurs came out on the horror. <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, I'm
5: looking at their 11 right now. It's, like, only players from, like, they're 11 now that we're starting probably last season Romero Sun and Kulu Yeah. like Richarlison yeah. wasn't starting last year Madison yeah. wasn't there Bisuma and Sar weren't starting yeah. new left back new left center back new right back new goalie too Vicario in yeah. that as good, well bit of an overhaul yeah right yeah. so yeah, kind
2: of low key to be honest yeah, <laughs> yeah low key yeah, overall low key. they had band-aid solutions man like man. Marino was a band-aid solution clearly mm-hmm. they just wanted to try to get a trophy the best out of what they could get yeah. I think Conte was a band aid solution. Yeah. Attract some, you know, fancy players and things yeah. like that. Didn't work. It just doesn't work. You got to, you're going to rebuild, rebuild, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know,
3: move on. And they went abroad to get a coach as well. So, yeah. And he's been, his tactics look great at right now for Spurs. So solid, yeah. Top four, to top four, top looking a little spicy
4: now. Looking at it, at the beginning of the first three games. Don't get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <guys>? <laughs> Are Spurs
2: gonna finish ahead of Arsenal? <laughs> it's Spurs, you know. They're very Spursy. You know, like <laughs> it's still Spurs. Like don't, don't, don't get it twisted.
0: No, I think seeing seeing a team thrive in this kind of situation, I think it comes down to two factors. One, freedom. Because look, that guy's not there anymore. The ball doesn't have to go through him every time. Other 9%. players have the chance to succeed and exactly. thrive. And also accountability. Because when you have a superstar main man like that, he's going to get all the media backlash. He's going to get all the pressure, especially as captain. And now other players are having to feel a little accountable for their actions, for their role, and having to thrive, right? So I could see them
3: having a good season.
1: Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm.
3: You think they're kind of in like this uh, Arsenal phase where when they first got Reteta? So they they're gonna have like a, a decent season, not top four, but Europa League, but but like within years to come, they might be like a contender. Yeah. It's gonna be
4: like a slow climb up for them. No, I feel like it's gonna be a fight near the end of the season, man. Somehow, I feel like the end of the season's gonna come down to the last like two three games. For for the the top four, top four. I, yeah, I, I feel it. Chelsea too, like Chelsea. As much as they're still kind of like getting their things together, they're they're like the last game was they're doing really well. Better, yeah. They're doing really well. City, city. United, too, like, sure, they have their bad games, they have their good games. Like, last game, too, like, sure, they start up a little slow. They're still kind of. They're, I feel like United are the team that's a little bit suffering right now from the top, like, six. Mm-hmm. Like, Spurs, like, they, they have their groove on. Like, they're just, they're moving now. They're yeah, go, yeah. they're going forward. Arsenal, too, like, the first game, sure, or whatever. But, like, again, they're moving forward. It's kind of like United's kind of, like, still figuring their stuff out. And or Liverpool a little bit. Liverpool, but even uh, then, that Liverpool, last game. Liverpool, Liverpool are undefeated, man. Two yeah, yeah I know, but, like, they're shaky. But they're if, not they, if they lose Salah, then, like, that's something that's going to be. Look at that!
2: I, I don't think they're gonna lose Salah. I don't think. I think. I think he's gone maybe next year. 162 yeah, million, million though. If they're offering that, you don't really? take that it much. In? That's what I saw. They,
5: they, they don't think they have time to replace him though. No, now. That's, that's the, the, the big The window's thing. almost done. Yeah. They we'll need to
2: they make. Like, I think the club needs to make Champions League, otherwise, yeah, otherwise going to be disaster. Yeah. They probably lose more money than they're gonna make off Salah if they don't make Champions League. Oh, for sure. They'll still command a big fee. Those, like next year. I think next year you're gonna see an unprecedented amount of people going to Saudi, like. Uh, actually, you know what? Even January could be could be something too. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. what I mean, I uh,
0: Heck, I might go too. <laughs> yeah, I know, man.
2: <laughs> Trying to get a Saudi contract out here. Yeah, like, the go. money's there. We don't care, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy saying. I know.
1: But uh, speaking of Liverpool, a lot of fans were applauding Allison for his uh, heroics and his performance. And I saw a question people were uh, tossing around on Twitter: Start one, bench one, sell one. Allison, check. Peter Schmeichel
2: allison check peter schmeichel oh shit. are you
1: are you considering these as the best premier league keepers that's what that's what the question was basically do you think posing. so do i think so who else could sneak in there though der Sar maybe banish is a shell for sure mm-hmm. some say over peter maybe by mm-hmm. the way but out of those three start one bench one sell one i mean allison has one a lot
0: <laughs> what no joe hart Chow? <laughs> no I don't
1: know uh, Jens
3: Lehman, mm-hmm.
2: man? Yeah, yeah, Almunia. Almunia,
0: <laughs> dude No, okay. For me, it's like Czech. Check is big nostalgia. Like yeah. he was Chelsea for so long. He had the helmet. So he has the marketing, right? A lot of the kids know sure. Check. But uh, Allison is just such a good shot stopper and schmeichel was in that golden era man united obviously i wasn't watching live at that time but you obviously know like the pedigree that he brings Ooh, i don't know it's tough i don't mind putting allison at the top of the top because you know he he transcended that liverpool side when he got to liverpool alongside van dyke yeah team changed he's he's the catalyst a lot of people say it's Van Dyke over Allison that's a catalyst, but you could also argue Allison's the catalyst for that change yeah. because who was in the, at the helm of form Carius, and they weren't moving forward with Carius. Nah, Mignolet, who is okay, very inconsistent, but Allison, a world class keeper that came
3: in, changed Liverpool Football Club. So I'm gonna give him his flowers. Okay, I wouldn't say without Allison is I would say Allison is is, is, is as important as Van Dyke because that year that Van Dyke got injured. Allison was had a bad year that year, so Van Dyke in that but squad means
1: Allison also get injured that year.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but when he played, he didn't he didn't look like Allison. What either way, I put Czech, Allison, Schmeichel.
1: Okay, interesting.
3: I think Allison and Check are a
1: little interchangeable for me. I think depending on the day, I'd have Czech because I don't know nostalgia factor maybe and how he's just a legend in the Prem, but. Mm. Like what Jay was saying, what Allison did for Liverpool when him and Van Dyke came, can't forget about that, right? So I don't know. I'll, I'll have check first, or O'Reillyson, and then Schmeichel last. Yeah. So, Ellen.
2: I don't. know. I, I I watch those. I watched United in the nineties. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Uh, Schmeichel takes the top top right now. I in like, my opinion. I like that. I like, I like that. it. I mean, you know, I'm giving. I'm giving so many props to. What, what is this man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> giving props to like Tottenham here. This was a setup. Giving props to United. This is a setup. We here, set you up. You know? But no, I mean, look, Schmeichel was the corner like cornerstone, the last stop of that United team. Like, I hate to say it, but like they were like they're the Montreal Canadiens in, in the National Hockey League, right? They're the they're the they were the dynasty of the Premier League, and he back corners. He was the back. Uh, he was the the last piece of defense and uh, they were very successful, man. Like you forget that's like, I think what it was it 13 years at the top. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you, you cannot, you cannot substitute that. I'm sorry, but um, I think, I mean, I think they should have had more champions leagues during that time, but uh, the first to win the treble, uh, I mean, a national team probably couldn't do what he could for the world cup, but, yeah, Peter Schmeichel, and you see the pedigree in that family too. Like his son is Casper is amazing as well, and you know didn't reach those heights, but for a little while there with with Lester, he was killing it. Like yeah. uh, doesn't say anything about Peter, but I think like when even when you see him in the interviews, he's like he's such a character guy. I think he adds more than just being the keeper to a club. Um, I know Czech firsthand. <laughs> he came to Arsenal. Uh, some will say past his prime, but like. I don't know. I I don't. I just don't think. I don't think check is up there for me. Uh, but but Allison for sure for sure yeah. is. I think. But the goalkeeper role has changed too. Yeah. So like you you got to kind of take that into account. But I think Schmeichel like proven. Uh, all day, I'll take him. Benching uh, Allison then? I'll bench. I'll ju- I'll just bench check because didn't rate what he did at Arsenal. So I'll, I'll bench. No, but I I I rate Allison more than check for sure. Yeah.
5: Okay. Interesting. What do you think? I got uh, Check first, Schmeichel second, Allison third. I think Allison, we're getting maybe a little bit of recency bias, mm-hmm. a little bit there, and I think Czech was tough because, like you mentioned, the, the goalkeeper position changed. I think right as Check was, he was still playing. He was in the middle of his yeah. career, and he went from all of a sudden keepers just had to stop shots. And now all of a sudden keepers need to play the ball, and I think that's where Check really struggled. You saw him at Arsenal trying to play the ball, and that's yeah. where he had so many howlers, you know, passing the ball to the team, like couldn't play the ball at the back, and I think that's maybe why his career maybe got a little bit tainted. From that time at Arsenal, just because he wasn't the same as as he was before, but I think like from a longevity perspective, he has like one of the most caps in the Prem as well. He he really did it for for a long time. I think Allison had a very high peak, but I, I don't think he's done it for 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 long enough to to be with those big boys just yet. So I'm gonna
4: go check first, Michael second, and, and Allison third for now. Okay. Yeah. You said check first. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna swap um Schmeichel Schmeichel first check, bench selling Allison. Wow. Just saying. so you
1: had Peter Schmeichel first would you say he's better than Neuer
2: oh that's tough I mean all these keepers they have such good defense (laughs) in front of them too Uh, Neuer you know like the players you hear people speak less of are usually usually the players who are the best you know what I mean In in a sense because you don't hear from you don't hear whether they do anything crazy good you don't hear whether they do anything crazy bad, so I think is probably the most dependable. I would say Neuer is the most dependable because he's been his longevity and what he's done for club and country mm-hmm. uh and I think it's unique like these guys have i think they've like they're like one club one club goalies i mm-hmm. think for the most part right well, yeah uh, which really is like which yeah. is interesting to think the ones that we're choosing here mm-hmm. uh but uh, I think you got to rate Buffon, too. Got to put Buffon in here because uh, he probably is just, you know, I mean, everyone knows when you when you think goalkeeper, you think Buffon, right? For but no sure. <laughs> No Cielo, <Yeah>. man. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Yeah. He got the World Cup. That's all he that matters. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's my...
0: I think Schmeichel also won a Euro with Denmark in 92. Yeah, 92,
2: I believe, right? So... Yeah, there you go. Some international pedigree. didn't. Yeah. That was one year I stopped watching. I guess one <laughs> year.
0: <laughs> but no, something I want to highlight. So City signed Doku, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great player, great talent, and all you hear around is like, classic City. Like they find the perfect player to replace the guy that left, like Mars, right? Mm. Yeah. What? But like, why can't other clubs in the prime make these perfect signings? Like, why not? Everyone else has the funds, too. Are Chelsea not? They're spending a lot
1: of money. Yeah,
3: but, like... Perfect. <laughs> perfect signings? They don't have anyone to replace, though. Like, they literally just wash their whole team. You can't really replace a team with... Well, you can't replace shit with shit. Like, that's... <laughs> so, who who was who the Shu and
0: Kante replacement? Enzo? I guess it was Enzo. Okay. But,
3: but, like, it wasn't deemed as, like, the perfect replacement. Like, he just won a World Cup. But, like, he still had a lot to prove because he's still young.
0: Like, what... Basically, I'm saying is why are City so much better than everyone else at signing
5: great role players, trouble
3: factor, great
1: back end uh, stuff.
3: Yeah,
5: they have Mm -hmm. great scouts, and they have a great. I think they're just very well run. Like I think everyone talks about how much money they spend, sure, but they're like probably one of the best run clubs in football. Like their academy's great. Like you look at all these young English players that you know they just come off that um, the Euro win, and almost half that team played for City at one point. Um, you know you look at all these young talents that are going you know to other clubs that are now being sold to other teams in the Premier League like Lavia other talents like that these guys all came from City they just yeah. didn't have an opportunity to to play obviously because that team's stacked but when it comes to transfers like they're one of the they're one of the best if not the best like in the last 5 or so years like they've just been churning 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 like just talented players coming in to replace like like for like even now even Kovacic coming in as well to replace Gundogan different type of profile but Rodri even mentioned that I saw there's a quote from Rodri today. Like Kovacic is like, yeah. Uh, Rodri's like Kovacic kind of like unlocked me, because yeah. before he's like when I was playing with Kevin and Gundigan, Gundogan, he's like I had to hold back because I knew they were gonna go and do their thing. But because Kovacic plays differently, he holds back a little bit more. He recycles the ball. Rodri now has more freedom to kind of go up and and contribute more to the attack. So it's like, the way they just buy these players, Kovacic for 25 million too. Like who let Pep have him for 25 million? Super cheap. Like it's yeah. insane. Oh. When you're seeing some of the price tags that are being thrown around for some of these other players in the prem, like 25 million for Kovacic, like Nothing, man. it's ridiculous. But I don't it, know, man.
0: It's it's like it's plug and
5: play with City. It really is. How
0: how are they keep getting away with this?
5: <laughs> no FFP, man. People are letting them. The, the teams in the Prem are letting them too. Like if yeah. you think about it, like it's, there are a lot of times. Like sure, they they make some good signings from from other leagues. Like they've made great signings from the Bundesliga, great signings from Liga now too with Doku, but. A lot of times they're buying Premier League proven players like Grealish, Premier League proven, um, you know, a lot of their back line as well. Like Stones coming in, Premier League proven, um, Walker when he came, Premier League proven as well. So I think, I don't know, they're, they're just, it's pesky, but they're they're so good. And I think now that they got that cha- Champions League hump off their back, I think like yeah. there's no stopping them. Haaland looks like he's maybe starting off a little slow yeah, right now, but I think he'll, he'll snap out of it. And I think I'd be surprised if they don't go back-to-back for, for Champions League, at least. Maybe they'll Not falter in the league out. a little bit. But I think for them, like, they're bored of winning the league. I think for them, their priority is going to be Champions League. They're all hungry to win that Champions League again, I think.
2: Yeah. I, I thought the same thing as you. I don't know how they do it. Like, they they find these guys. I, he hasn't played a match in the... And I, I think their recruiting goes deeper because, like, they... If you think about how they sign these guys, it, it happens. it happens super quick, too. Like you hear the rumor and the signatures on paper like yeah. within within a couple of days quick, you know it's a very a quick so I, I think something more is going on behind the scenes that that set them up uh but yeah i, I mean because you wonder like we need a backup for saka like we need we need we need a couple of other wingers too and whatnot right so we're i'm like looking at all these players i'm like wow only 35 million only 45 million i'm like <laughs> anyone can pick up these guys right but um yeah we'll see let's see
1: it's the whole environment, right? Like people want to play for one of the best coaches in the world. That's true too. They want to play for City, they're winning a bunch of trophies, like it's a win win, right? And they're getting paid. And they're getting paid too, right?
3: Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I feel like uh, Arsenal might need a perfect replacement for someone that just signed Timber because of that injury. Like are yeah. you gonna do you guys do you think that they should ride out with Tomiyasu or Tomiyasu? They've been, they've been
5: playing Partey right back.
2: Or Partey, yeah. yeah. Do you want parte there as well? I mean, I don't know. Right now, I, that's a big question for me. Like, we need to do something. I think because Karen Tierney just left. Yeah. Uh, although go? he didn't, Sociedad. he wasn't used. He went to Sociedad, that, yeah, for a loan. A Ren- oh, a Loan. loan Ren- yeah, he wanted really? to play Champions League, so they're they're in Champions League this year, and it's a loan. Uh, they get a fee and they pay their and he pays their wage his wages. Although not not too crazy wages, but still good move for him because he, he wasn't getting played at in all. A role. Almost. yeah. Yeah, and I don't think he played that inverted cell role. I liked him because I thought that it added something different. Like we could play differently sometimes with him. Yeah. So I don't know. We need to solve this like we need to figure this out. Like I don't know. I don't know if Partey's the solution. Ben White, maybe. Ben like Ben White is the perfect right back, but I think because of the the biggest question with Arsenal right now is why is Gabriel Magalez not playing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh so I'm I'm not too sure what's happening there. I mean I know there's like Saudi rumors, but what player doesn't have Saudi rumors? I think he's staying. I think he's just like Arteta wants him to probably play a specific way that that he hasn't shown yet that he can do. So let's see. But uh yeah, big if if Gabri- if Magales can play, then I think we're fine. If he yeah. if he, him and Saliba can play the 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 center, I think we're okay, but we do need to we do need to figure something out there. Arsenal. How are you guys going to do in Champions League? Yeah, let's find out on the draw in the draw. <laughs> I'll let you know Thursday, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I, my expectations. I I hope like for sure. I think quarterfinals is is where Finals, I'm. Eh? Uh, I think quarterfinals. Sounds like a deep run. Yeah, yeah. We're. I, I want to get out of the group stage. I think like you have to get out of the group stage to to call it a success if your Arsenal made that amount that, that amount of an investment. And I think we're good enough to get out of the group stage. Yeah, it's possible. Because uh, like even in like even in Europa League, like you're still playing. You're not playing your, your, your best eleven all the time. You're rotating even in, a lot. Even in the round of sixteen and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. there's some there's some weird things that can happen teams play differently over there but uh, but yeah I think quarterfinals I would be happy if we make quarterfinals uh, but I don't know man like when you have the, those young players and you get the right path and you get the right motivation like you could go pretty far and you know like kind of Cinderella type of thing but yep. uh, I'm not going to get my expectations too up but <laughs> of course I want to win it but uh, I think we'll make the quarterfinals for sure I think we'll get another group for sure interesting
1: what do you think is more likely for Arsenal to happen? Winning the Prem or winning the UCL?
2: If I'm honest, I want to win the Prem. Cause I think that would that would be amazing. To win the Prem is like I think the the crown jewel, especially for a team like Arsenal right now. Um but yeah, I think that's my um what's more likely is that we'd win the Prem, I think, than the than the Champions League. I think I think Champions League, there are there's like I think we still have a way to go to to get to get out. Of those stages but yeah everyone says cups are more predictable uh, cups are more in- unpredictable yeah. and have a better chance but i think the way the team is built is prem, okay. prem first yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah something
0: i want to highlight you know we received some big news today very big news especially as canadians our national team gaffer the man who brought us to a place we've never seen before to, to memories we never dreamed that we'd have has officially left Canada soccer John Herdman to try to recoup what's left of Toronto FC what do you think of the move what, what are you going to remember about John Herdman
2: in Canada Dude, after that speech I hope you queued up the, uh, the national anthem I felt like you <laughs> <we> needed <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we needed the nah. violin playing. Like, that was the memories you've so never a emotional. Like, right? you know? I know, it's really like, I know, man. Shit.
3: I mean, he
1: gave Canada like a bit of hope, you know? Like, people saw the way Canada was playing, especially before they qualified for the World Cup. Not a lot of people were thinking Canada would qualify, right? Yeah. But they killed it. Qual- uh, the qualifying stage and then the World Cup. It is what it is, you know? Not much experience there, but. I don't know. I think it's tough to see Herdman leave because I don't
2: know if they could find a
1: better replacement. You know,
2: they well. I think they have to. I uh, think they ha- I think now is the time that they have to. But who? But who?
1: <laughs> That's the thing, right?
3: It's tough. There's not. Depends if they're trying to like keep it, like Canadian or they're gonna bring someone from abroad. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, but I'm pretty sure like, it's hard to replace Herdman. I'm pretty sure he had more. He had double the wins than he had losses, and he brought it to our first World Cup uh first yeah first place in the qualifyings like he's done a lot for canada no one realizes how and he brought so many players to canada yeah yeah
1: a lot of dual nationals right like
3: he's done a lot for canada there's not it's gonna be so hard to find someone better than him man I, i
2: i think he i think he did what he could for canada in my opinion i don't know i don't i don't think i could see the team going any further tactically uh i i don't think the team could have tactically gone further I think a lot of, he brought a lot of emotion. Yeah. Like you expressed it yeah. really well. Like he brought a lot of emotion. Like, and I think that drove the team forward. Kind of like Arsenal last year. Like they were just emotional. You know what I mean? They like beat Bournemouth in the last minute and they're crying. You know, it's like, <laughs> guys, you know, we have bigger fish to fry here. But I think like they drove, they drove, um, they, they, he drove them to what he could. I don't know if TFC is the right move for him, to be honest. I mean, I think TFC need a little, little bit of that that uh, PFC needs some TLC. You know what I mean? (laughs) They need, uh, but, but, um, I think he did what he could with the country. And I think the country, like he proved, he proved that there's really world-class talent in Canada. Mm -hmm. He's brought that world-class talent. And now we need, I think a serious coach that will, we're going to make the world cup next year. It's a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we need somebody, I think that can, um, that can take us further, yeah. I think. That can actually get us a win. That's a better way of putting it in the World Cup.
5: Yeah.
3: Yeah. But the, okay, so they're also in like financial trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's going to be tough to find a better manager that's going to be for around the same wage. I don't see any manager that's going to be better than him for that price. So now we're going to go get a guy who's unproven. And now we might take a step backwards, or might go to the World Cup and not even get a goal again. Or maybe Qatar
2: Sports Investment can buy Canada, the Canada. <laughs> we need, <naturally>. yeah, <laughs> you never know some sort of yeah.
3: in this team, so we could actually yeah. get get going forward. There's no investments though, so yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a hinder. I mean, the on
1: whole, it's the whole organization, right? The whole yeah. is yeah. a that's, mess.
3: That's why I don't know. gonna be. A, it's I don't see it. It's not. It's not a good thing for Canada at all. <sighs> yeah, it's a opinion. tough
0: situation because at least with Herdman, like, he he put up with the mess yeah. Yeah. that canada soccer was you it might be hard to find a top gaffer who's gonna deal with that right because sure. like canada soccer like high up is it's literally in shambles like like it's bit soccer stuff like the kind of organization that's going down there right so and then finding a top gaffer in general yeah to come to canada like who's available right that's the thing right it's gonna be tough right coming to canada is one thing for any top gaffer and then finding one that's just available it's tough but um i don't know i'm very thankful for what Herdman did because he built a culture right yeah, yeah that's and, the most- and that that like you said i also agree i don't think he could take us further tactically but he did his job in building that culture that i think we needed first because mm-hmm. we were just a sorry soccer nation initially right and we needed that kind of injection to really make us believe and he brought this camaraderie into the team that yeah. that it was amazing and you saw it within the squad like they were willing to die for each other on yeah, that pitch yeah. and herdman instilled that so i'm very thankful for what he's done um and i hope we get a top gaffer to take us to that next level tactically because we need it yeah we need someone to build off of what he left off right mm-hmm. that's gonna be tough it's gonna be very, and like what, what will he do at tfc <laughs> what, what, what do you think is gonna happen, bro?
3: I don't know if he's gonna take them out of last. <laughs> yeah, Miami's already uh, getting out of that rut. So yeah, uh, yeah, and they have games in hand too. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah TFC is a problem, man. That's a problem. Everything Canadian's a problem right now. Yeah. Well, but you know what? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like I mean, I think TFC has that motivation. Like MLS, has done some good things with that club, and I think they have the motivation. I think this shows it, right? um he they need a culture reset that's very clear yeah i've gone to many games this year and, and it's been brutal to watch you know what i mean yeah. but uh but but still yeah i think he'll do good things there and i think he needs that and i think they need a full re- like kind of a full reset i think like um yeah i don't know i think Canada's an attractive job man i think uh you know if any managers are out there listening like just come through you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> yeah. We got, we got good shawarma. We got good shawarma out here. We got some jerk chicken. You yeah. could get both if you yeah. want to. Just, Very you know, multiple. Load up and yeah. you're you're surprised. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like anything. No, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it's a great place to be. Honestly, I think I think like the talent is here, um, and I think it's an attractive job. I think it just takes somebody to recognize that and uh, and come through. You know. Um, I got a text the other, I got a text today. I said, "Oh man, does this mean Phil Neville's gonna coach Canada?" I hope not. I've heard, I've heard yeah, some rumors. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate on it, but you know, I, I, I just think like I think we need to. I think we just need to. We need to aim higher. And I know that there's some troubles in the federation, but I think they just need to get their act together. And and uh, and let's see, let's see where we go, man. I think there's. I think it's an attractive job. So come through. Hopefully, Canada prevails. Right
0: no i agree i think on paper it's super attractive young team dynamic talent that's playing in europe um and not too many expectations right exactly like canada soccer is not going to expect you to come and win the world cup or even make a semi they just want you to come build a culture make it out of the group stage potentially yeah. so yeah, get a win yeah. it, it, it's attractive right yeah. so uh, Maybe until they find out how the like the federation is doing. Yeah, well, yeah. On paper, super attractive. So yeah. I agree. Hopefully, hopefully they can find that gaffer. Maybe like a Dutch gaffer or something. Someone that's like a tactical genius, genius,
5: like a wizard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a nice little wizard. What? <laughs>
1: tactical wizard, man. We, need a wizard, say, yeah, yeah, we, we need a wizard, guys. we need a wizard. We need something, man. But I know you were heard of it
4: now. What do you think about the news? Me? Yeah. <clears throat> it's about time. What was you waiting for, really? Wow. Right after the World Cup, like was it? What are you waiting for? What like two games after the cup they played? No, I don't
1: think they did. That's where they had. Oh the no, players. they had a couple. They had a couple. No, no, they, they, they had a Nations, the Nations, yeah, Nations, Nations Cup. The Nations Cup. The oh, yeah. Nations Cup. League. Oh, yeah. yeah. was yeah. the final? The yeah.
2: Collapse. Yeah. <laughs>
1: should we have won? I was won watching
2: that? you guys watch it. <laughs> I, was, should, I, was like, have, I was in Mexico at that time. I was watching yeah. you guys watch <laughs> it. <man>. Should <laughs> <laughs> right? we have
4: right? won that game? Maybe. One hundred percent. We should have won that game. Right. Yeah. So like, I feel like it's 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 time. Like it it's it's a good time. We were at a high. Yeah. Right. And it and maybe it plateaued a little bit. I feel like it's coming. It was kind of like starting to crash a little bit. Especially with this whole federation thing. I feel like we need a little bit of a restart in general, like top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like the players are the players, but it's kind of a little bit of a reset. And it is it is time for a little bit of a change. Right. Yeah. So. And it's good to do it now. You have what? A year into Copa America.
5: Next year, you have three years to the World Cup. So you have time to build with, with someone. And I think you just need to make sure it's the right. It's The right choice, right? Wasn't,
4: wasn't there news that we're not playing any friendlies in the upcoming window? They because don't we have yeah, of, we had all the funds for it. Yeah, yeah. That? But crazy, man. all right, guys, we're starting to go fund me. Um, <laughs> yeah, please, for friendlies below.
2: Yeah. Yo, you know, what we should get is Marco Bielsa, man. We should get Bielsa, he'd be a uh, cool manager, yeah. but that'd, that'd, be, be, that'd crazy. be cool, yeah. bro. Like, that'd be, the way they No, be pressing. like, let's get so everyone, man. let's get everyone going, man. You know what I mean? Can the Canadian players
1: handle that though?
3: I
2: think so, man. They need to, dude. We we play in the winter, like, yeah, I hope so.
3: I'd hope so. They need something. They need a spark. A, a manager I, I, that has a spark in them.
2: I want a manager who doesn't stand during a game. That's the manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's always coaching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: He's always thinking about what's next. Well, Herman was always thinking too, man. He always had that AirPod yeah, yeah. in. Yeah, he, was yeah, always, yeah. he always yeah, had something cooking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, like we all said, I think he he, he, did, he played his part. And I think, man, some of those vibes during that qualifying run, I remember watching some of those games down here.
4: Mm, they were good. It They're was good. insane, man. They're when cookby
5: scored that goal...
4: But um, I yeah, like you said, like if they would have waited till before Copa America or after Copa America, like it's really too late.
5: Yeah, it's too late. You, like especially if you if you're gonna get someone to come in and build something, you need time to you know find a playing style. It's like a club team where you have week in week out to no. develop something. You're you're not gonna be seeing these players every week, yeah. right? So you need like you know a good two three years to develop a playing style, to develop an identity, to try to a- attract some dual nationals to come play for your team now before the World Cup comes because. Yeah. If you're getting players in 2026 to come play for Canada, it might be a little too late to get them to gel into the system and everything like that. You need to start getting that camaraderie built now because that was the only thing that really brought Canada to the World Cup was that camaraderie of players and the way they all vibe together. They all fought for each other. They all played for each other. That's still going to be there, but it's going to take time to build that together. You can't just have a bunch of fresh new faces coming in. No one knows how to play with each other. So I think, you know, three years, you give yourself a chance to, to maybe do something good. You have a guaranteed World Cup. It's great. You know, maybe you you get a win. I think that's that's the goal for whoever comes in, whether it's someone that's coming in from the CPL. That maybe you're just giving a chance that's gonna you know take a huge leap and, yeah. in terms of that, or if it's like a like a big name and you're gonna splash some cash at someone. But I think either way, you know, you, the, the whoever it is has time, which I think is the most important thing, mm-hmm. in my opinion.
2: You guys think? You guys think? Uh, um, like I feel like Herdman had more options than TFC. You guys think TFC is the right move?
3: He wants to keep it Canadian. Yeah. I don't... You no, know, he could definitely have gone anywhere. Probably a lot of teams in the MLS. Even a European job might have popped up. Maybe. Maybe.
5: Potentially. But. but, I mean, MLS right now, it's it's growing. Yeah. Right? And it's like, you know, he was here for the growth of, of North American soccer. I think he maybe even has, like, you know... um, an affinity for Canada right and I think you know why not stay in Toronto I mean it's where he, here Montreal or Vancouver you have to choose one of the three if you're going to be playing and yeah. Toronto is really the only one that has an opening right now and you can tell that, that the owners are willing to invest so yeah. I mean it's a good place right to be like especially yeah. if you want to bring in players like they're going to spend money mm-hmm. which is good um, a city he's probably already well known comfortable with like he's been here probably hundreds of times as well so it'll I be think people are happy
2: with it I think UFC yeah. fans are happy with it for mm-hmm. sure yeah.
4: for huge sure. upgrade I mean, it's about time. A little bit of change in the club. <laughs> yeah, it's no, been rough. It's been rough.
3: Bradley was a mess. But uh, yeah, Herdman out, Herdman in. I want to go back to the Premier League because I completely forgot about West Ham replacing oh. Declan Rice with three under the radar signings Alvarez, Ward Prowse, and Kudus. Ward oh, Prowse is so good. Like, yeah. I think they upgraded hard on their team. They're, de- yeah. they're undefeated right now.
0: That's why a lot of people are saying West Ham actually fleeced Arsenal. They rebuilt their whole midfield from
3: dropping one guy, right? Because it's another uh, what was the the thing that, that that Tottenham did? What was that saying? That the Ewing said? theory? Yeah, because it's kind they of the same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Best player left. They brought in a huge talent in Kudus, who thrived at the last World Cup that he played in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in Ward Prowse proven premier league player. Exactly. So not he so Yeah, set, he's
2: not under the radar kind of guy. No. He's set uh, They got going for yeah. cheap though. They got going for like
3: 30, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then Alvarez, someone that's going to get the job, will do his job. <laughs> they could possibly push for a European spot. It's not going to say top 4 get crazy, bro. No, no, no. I thought th- you were going to say champions. <laughs> no, not top 4, not top 4.
2: But so Europa? Maybe Europa
3: League, mm. maybe, con- maybe conference. Oh. League.
5: No. Mid table. I don't know. Yeah. I,
2: I like Look, the talent. They 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 did the right thing. I think like they did the right thing. They had to sell rice. Um I mean, I think <laughs> I I think West Ham, this is not the first time West Ham have done this. So like they, they kind of know what they're doing. That's their system, you know. It's kind of like Tottenham did it before to, you know, I think I think it's the right move for Tottenham. I'm glad the way West Ham kind of responded. It makes it exciting. You know, they didn't just like the owners didn't just walk away with that money. They reinvested (laughs) into the club. Like that's, that's great. Like good, good for them, man. Like I watch their game. They're, they're, they're fun. They're fun to watch. Like, I like WordPress. I like watching like anytime there was a free kick, you, you know, something's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. and Jared Bowen is under, underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. That guy's unreal, His he was, was really
4: nice. Yeah. His first touch yeah. and like just a little sneaker touch, into the net, sneaker touch, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like he just dropped in just a little tap, yeah, yeah
2: unbelievable point. control, dude. Like, yeah. he, he's uh, he, he's he was, in my opinion, one of the I uh, probably their best player last season, yeah, and even maybe the season before, but like, he he was, yeah, he's um. They've got a good team, man. I think they can push, but I don't. Yeah, mid table, I think still. But
5: there's just so many eight or nine. Yeah, there's so many good teams. Like I know they made good signings, but you still have Brighton, you still have Newcastle, yeah, Liverpool, Chelsea, like Villa too. Like have made great signings. So there's just so many teams that I think are in that same echelon of of talent that like you know having like a tra- a great transfer window like that like doesn't really do it for you anymore. They almost got relegated last year, dude. Yeah. They barely made it out of the relegation zone. Sure, they made some good signings, but we can't get too too crazy. Like, you know, European places are tough, especially in the Premier League. Like Newcastle right now is probably not even guaranteed European places. Yeah. Newcastle, yeah, really. Newcastle, they're not guaranteed European places. Like they're not. They have three points from three games.
2: <coughs> yeah. Really? Three points? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right.
5: Right? They lost, they they bottled that game hard against Liverpool. Yeah. Right. Um they beat Villa in that in that first game, sure. They looked strong. And but City. like and they lost against City. Obviously, those are some tough games to play. But like last season, they weren't dropping that game against Liverpool. Like They were a little bit more well-drilled. And I think this year, like it's going to be tough for them because they're going to have European football too. They haven't made a crazy amount of signings either. They don't have a lot of depth. I'm not really confident in some of the players that they're bringing off the bench to be able to take them through both Champions League and fighting for European places in the Prem. That's me though. I don't know.
2: There was a lot of big clubs in for Kudus. Yeah, uh, I don't, you know how he ended up at West Ham. This is not the first time West Ham has done that either. Like they sneak in, they sneak in. Man, yeah. I don't know what they like. Must be the wages. I don't know yeah. what it is, but they they figure oh, it out. <laughs> the bubbles, <laughs> it's the fans. The yeah. bubbles, man. They got the irons.
5: I mean, well, you're still they're 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 based in, in London. Yeah, you no, know? so you're still living in London, right? It's like a, a nice.
2: But I think Chelsea in, was right? in on Chelsea yeah. was in Arsenal as well. Arsenal yeah. was in. But well, like, I mean, it, was it in.
3: died down after And then West Ham Came in all of a sudden At West Ham You know you're going to play You know you're probably Going to be one of You've that one minutes. of those guys That's, that's, a, good minutes.
5: Right? You, that's you a good point Right You play one or two seasons there Then maybe you're making A move to City and Then you're yeah, making yeah, A move yeah. to maybe Arsenal That's a good point Right That's a good point Because if you go to One of those teams too early You can fizzle out Yeah We've yeah, yeah, seen it, it happen So many game. times before Pepe Yeah Pepe Nico Pepe right Was Nico Pepe
3: that bad? I thought he was talented Because if you look at his stats Like he was better than like half of or no maybe yeah maybe if all you
1: look at his right price away. tag and then the performance that came with that this price tag yeah. is low nowadays <laughs> yeah it just, no it's too early
2: i <laughs> think i mean arsenal's shambles when when he came into the club yeah. okay price tags are price tags man like i don't put too much weight on that like that was a weird one uh but i think like i think he's talented he did well he he he, he did well in my opinion uh for 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 the time that he was there uh, he wasn't spectacular, but like he had some, he had some good games and whatnot. But super talented. But um, I think I read once like he's kind of a player that like kind of like Ozil, like he needs to feel loved. You he know needs what I mean? To feel loved. Yeah, he just needs to feel like he needs to feel liked. You know what I mean? He just needs and, a hug. Huh? Yeah, you, he just needs a guys, hug. Like, did you guys? Wow. I'm not sure. Like
4: this is out of like way out of it, but there's this thing in like the MLB major league baseball where one of the players is just doing awful for like a long run, and I think rather than bashing him. One of the fans came out and said, instead of bashing him, when he goes up into plate, like cheer for him, clap him out. Yeah, and apparently, like, dude, his game changed. Really, his game dude. changed. It's man man He's like, like he's like top. He's like top one of the top. Hitters no now. man, some people just need dude, to be like true. some
2: people like 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 some people like a compliment. I just need a hug, you know, man. you know what I mean. Some people are like ice cold, where they're like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, or some people like. Uh, I don't think I don't think you need to give a guy like like Holland a compliment for example. He, no. he doesn't care about that. Yeah, like no. did you like did you guys watch like his celebration? Even his celebration he was just like it was a it was a sigh of relief yeah, after he was like, he's final. like oh finally I scored <laughs> like I should have scored like 10 before yeah. this. Like I you think we talked. Five. Yeah, like it's is it it's insane. Like I I but Arsenal's team was a shambles at that time. Like so much change. Yeah, yeah. The organization was a mess like I think like there's rumors that he might even stay at Arsenal. Really? Th- there's rumors that, because he's young enough. But he, he got didn't he get dropped from the team though? He did, but I, I think there is a uh, there's yeah. rumors because we have roster spot available now. Mm. Yeah, so I mean the, the by Friday we'll know whether he can get registered. Interesting. Yeah, because
4: uh, he got dropped off the Champions League team, was it? And then I think that he's in like the roster for like the league. team. Yeah, I don't
2: I there. I don't really know the details, but yeah. but like there's rumors, and I wouldn't. I would be one of the people, uh, one of the Arsenal fans that says, "Okay, you know what? Like, he's done his loan, he's done what he had to do. Like, he's had some time away from the team. Maybe, maybe that reinvigorates a guy and be like, oh, hey, look, you got you have a clean slate.' Yeah, I know. I didn't yeah.
4: think it was. It was. He He wasn't in the preseason team. That's it. Preseason yeah.
2: team. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't in the preseason, the pre-season team. team. No, he was training on his own. But like, man, you know what? I wouldn't. It wouldn't. We need the depth, so yeah. let's give him a chance. You know, maybe he'll play right back. Who knows? Hey, <laughs> only, yeah, <laughs> maybe you that's go. the
1: spot. Yeah. Invigorate a new position, huh? Inverted, yeah. yeah. Inverted knows, on the left, yeah.
2: Pep in the middle.
3: The Zinchenko role on the right side. Yeah, crazier things.
2: Yo, like how that many way. how many roles has Pep created? You know what I mean. You <laughs> wouldn't have ever thought of signing players that can play like certain positions, like maybe. Not saying Arteta's at that level, like I, you know, the comparisons, but yo, may, maybe, maybe he has something to offer. Let's see, he's talented.
4: It's crazy. Did you see the interview with uh, Zinchenko? That was in the crazy interview, but like <laughs> he was just kind of explaining his role.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Like he's that.
4: talking about how like once he gets to that middle, like the only thing he has to, uh, once he's in there, he knows that like he dragged that player with him. Yeah. So like he done he did his job already. Like his job's done. Like he already pulled that player with him. So like all he has to do is just kind of play the role. Yeah, because and he's the end to of the day,
2: Throw balls at the end of in. The day,
4: he doesn't have to expect, um, who is it, on the left side, Martinelli to have to drop and cover now. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like, he's he done his job. Like, the player's and I was picking up um, Zinchenko. Because when is obviously getting to the middle, he's going to be an option going forward. But no one's covering him because there's, no, he's, there's no really no player yeah. to pick him up. But, no, it's it's crazy, yeah. Like, that role is... The systems the look game.
2: complicated when you look at them, but then I think they've, they're actually, they've simplified them for the players. Otherwise they wouldn't work. Like yeah. the players do one or two things that they have to do and then the, and then it kind of works. You know what I mean? So I think they've been given clear instructions. I mean, yeah. Just
4: go in there, go into the midfield, do your job and you're done. Like yeah. Yeah. all the other work is worried about the coaches, uh, managing staff cause they know how they're playing their system. Right. So no, it's yeah. good football.
0: yeah Yeah, that interview was with Ferdinand the one you're talking about and Ferdinand he he went like blank like he actually couldn't understand yeah yeah I I noticed that too yeah what Zinchenko was talking about you talking about mate yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) shows the level of like, tactical awareness that's improved since yeah. Ferdinand played. Sure. Yeah. He, was like,
2: he was reading his paper and like going to the next question. I'm like, yo, does this guy even want to interview someone? Yeah. Like, like, All right, so what about uh, Ukraine, bro? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, dude, like, uh, you just explained, like, you know. Uh, One of the best positions in the world right yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
4: I mean. Hard football's knows, yeah, like, football's changed. I feel like nowadays, like, you're kind of seeing it every, like, five years now, like. The wing back rule is gone. It's now the inverted role. Back in the day, like, you're playing left back, right back, and you're, you're, center you're back, Red right, mid, left mid, yeah. center mid, and bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like In and out kind of thing. And everyone's yeah. playing the same thing. So you don't have to worry about it. You not have to, like, try something different. You know it's going to get the work done if you have the players.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Would you say you have, you've seen, I have a, a question that goes off of uh, these tactics thing. Would you say that we lost a lot of talent through the years? Like what? There was, like, a lot more, like, big name players back in the day. Like, like let's say Dino's here. There's like Atto, Henri, like oh, Pirlo, Gattuzo, all so and so parallel, Gattuso, all these what guys. Would you say is because more no, the, they're, they're playing more like
4: a they're playing more like that role instead yeah. of like trying to uh, change yeah. their style? Yeah. This has to do with tactics to evolve to
3: they're like adapt. To That's robots. a really good question. So yeah. you're yeah. saying there's
1: less individuality now because like they can't less, less
3: expression. If they don't fit the style, they can't really play anymore. Like you can't really be a solo player anymore. Besides, obviously, one of the few players. Here and there.
1: So players can't express themselves because of the tactics and how their yeah. team wants them to play, basically. Yeah,
3: like, because of that. You think less...
4: Like, pretty much, like, that Lukaku role, like, that guy's, like, those roles are done now. Like, whoever's, like, like, yeah, like, like, like Lukaku striker, like, you saw those in every team, kind of. Like, a guy who's big man. big man, like, up top playing that wall pass, like, you don't really see that. You need a striker who kind of plays with, with their feet now.
3: Like, you need to start adapting, like, any position. Yeah. Like, it's tough to see, like, magic moments of, like, w- like a solo player, like, going through, like, three or four guys, because, if they go through, like, three or four guys, the coach might, like, give them shit or say, no, like, you're supposed to play this way, this way, this way. Yeah. Hey,
0: look, you know my answer to that question. Yeah, we talked about I, this. I 100% problem. agree with you. Yeah. There's yeah. there's less freedom, less individuality, more robotic, more textbook. Like and, and that's driven by a coach like Pep. Successful, of course, but a byproduct of that is players aren't individually thriving in terms of creativity and flair and stuff like that like when pep is splitting the whole field into quadrants and you have to occupy a certain quadrant and you have to take the ball past the ball which is fine it's tiki-taka it's a style of play but you know it's a dying breed like for example a neymar leaving europe it's the last of a dying breed someone with flair individuality talent skill who will pull out a rainbow out of his ass i mean you see it you look at a rainbow now you're gonna get a yellow card (laughs) because the players are going to complain on the other team like what this isn't the football I grew up watching so hey you know how I feel about it it makes
2: me sick but Henri uh, Henri was in an interview and he was saying like uh, he was saying there was this one game like a couple first games that he came into the Barca team and uh, you know he's playing with Messi and and he just kind of did his own thing took the ball went on the opposite side of the field uh, played played 1-2 with Messi took the ball scored and he was on top of the world. He's like, yo, my first game, you know, or like first couple games. And he's like, he was just like super motivated. He got taken off at half and he was shocked. He's like, yo, why am I getting taken off at half? And Pep said, you didn't do this. You didn't do yeah, this. Yeah. You didn't do this. You didn't play the role. And he's like, what are you talking about? And <laughs> like he, 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 yeah. but, but, but what's weird is these players res, kind of respect that too. Because well, they, they know it leads to like long-term success. Yeah. But I think you need to have individuality. I'll tell you one thing like I think in that era like I mean Messi played in that era and Ronaldo played in that era and there was a lot of good players that played in that era are there less good players I mean I think I mean you look at Holland like he plays in a pep team uh, he's scoring 50 goals a season I think like if you're great you're great Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I think I, I just think you may see it less um like even on the Arsenal team, you, you had like guys like that had, like I think, 12 to 15 goals each. It was balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, I think you see it less. But if you're great, I think you're going to rise above the rest. I don't think anything has changed from that that point.
4: Yeah, well, can you even see Pep, too, giving Halland shit, even though there, he scored one yeah. or
2: two yeah, goals? Yeah, but can he take him off?
4: No, but like, you know what I mean? He's still giving the guy shit, but he scored one or two goals that first half. He
5: takes him off sometimes, on, and he always gets cheese. He has two goals, and, and Pep will take him off.
4: Won't go away from a hat trick. Well, that that's probably the reason why like his city team is doing so well. Because at the end of the day, like whoever you bring in, like they obviously need to be a talented footballer. They don't have to be the biggest superstar, but if they know if if you know it's a player who can literally listen to a manager and play that role he wants to and not you know disobey or try to do too much. Grayler, she came into the squad. He did his job and he's doing it well. Yeah. yeah, he's not trying to do too much. You go out there, do your job, play your role, get the fouls, and you're done. Yeah, right. That's, like, that's his role. Pretty you much. don't have you don't have city players kind of trying to be superstars. Mars was a little bit, but then he started transitioning back into that role. Like, just do your stuff. Like, you're not. Like, I think try- it's an
2: eighty twenty rule. Like, I think you gotta be able to show show what you got. I think I think as an athlete, like as a as a you know, you you gotta do what you mm-hmm. you gotta do what makes you unique. I think out there. I mean, you gotta figure out a way, right? Yeah. If you're if but I'm telling you, like, if you're great, you're gonna score those goals. You're gonna get. You're gonna do your job right. Like, yeah. um, we talk a lot about goal scorers in this kind of a spot, but like. I don't see us talking a lot about like the defenders and these guys who like make tackles. Maybe they shouldn't do and you know whatnot and take some chances and things like that. But we don't we don't hear about them as much. But but yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I think you guys are right. But I think the great always rise above the rest.
0: No, the the way I look at this conversation, who's inspiring the kids? Who who are kids going on YouTube searching up? And their eyes are just widening. Mbappe, Mbappe, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what, that's, what, that's where my a mind player goes too. like that who has a ton of freedom to do whatever he wants at PSG. He's not limited in his skill set. Are you like? I see why. Like, I see a ton of kids with Holland jerseys. Yeah, but that that's also due to the success, the numbers. But like, does Holland really like get you amped? Like as like as a kid, like you're learning, you're being exposed no. to the game for the first time. No like is this the player you really want to like emulate you know what i mean like like in our era you were looking up to like ronaldinho you were looking up to of course messi ronaldo even guys like zidane like dancing in the midfield figo r9 players like that guys that really changed the game and inspired and took their own spin to it and you see now it's different like one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite gaffers ancelotti he's like the defenders i tell them what to do i prepare them i get them set the attackers they do they do what they want it's they have the freedom they they make the decisions so and i i think that's a great quote and i would want that for my gaffer personally the attackers need freedom to to explore and and inspire and create the the, the defensive structure leave that to the gaffer so i i like when enchiletti said that and that's just my stance on the debate
3: yeah, I do like that a lot as well. I think... See, but there's there's a difference, though. Like, some players need the tactics, yeah. and some players don't. Like, someone like Vinny, you know, he doesn't need tactics. Just let him play. Because he's going he's gonna to go around three or four guys. Exactly. And make, make a play. Like, I think someone like Grillish, although he was a star at Aston Villa, he needs tactics to thrive at a bigger club like City. Yeah. Which has happened. So... It's tough. I think. I think if Mares had more freedom, he would have been a bigger player than we we see him as today. Well, he did. He did it. He did at Leicester. Leicester, and yeah, we we've seen it. I think if he went to like, let's say, let's just say Real Madrid, and he had the freedom, he would have been a he would have been a star. But yeah, I think some players need it. Some players don't. But uh, yeah, I guess
2: it depends where you play now too, right? Yeah, it depends yeah. on
1: the team, the type of player you are as well too, right? Yeah. I, don't know, I feel like people idolize Holland or look up to Holland because what wins you games goals. People look for goals when they're watching a game most of the time. You know, that's what kids could be drawn to, right?
0: Yeah, but like, do those, like, do those highlights stand the test of time? Do they live on forever? Tap in highlights. I think celebrations do. Yeah, celebrations. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. those highlights don't live on forever. You're not gonna see, uh like Holland tap in goal or like a one of his classic goals and like a. Best moments of the decade, kind of compilation, you know? It's like he's only
2: 21 though, bro. Like, yeah, he's he's still 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 young. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll be able to, I think he's kind of emulates his game around Zlatan a bit, but yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I don't hate Allen. It's just that's the example (laughs) I use. Sounds like you hate him. He's had a couple
3: worldies. You're 100% right. Yeah. yeah.
5: He's
4: had a couple worldies. I remember quite a few. But they'll they'll remember those moments where, like, instead of the goal, he scored his the moments. Like, he scored three goals in one game. He scored, you know, most goals in the one league coming in he's he scored you know coming back from that game they were 3-0 down or something forgot who they're facing and they end up coming back like 4-3 yeah right like those are the moments you're remembering now you're not remembering like individuality it's more like team-based like like an alan shearer though like i don't know i don't
0: really know about that like do you remember the top score of the champions league from the year 2000 no you can't name off rip 2001 no can you name it off rip no 2002 can you name it off rip no you remember moments, yeah. You don't necessarily remember records unless it's like the top record, right? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you remember Lewandowski's four goals against Real Madrid. Iconic moments. Records, yeah, like we know Alan Shearer's top scorer, but we don't necessarily remember like the records kind of below that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like individual season records. Like some stand the test of time, like like, the Haaland goal, the Premier League season record. I'm sure that'll stand the test of time, but not, uh, not all records do. I'd say moments have more weight than records.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think so. Too. Moments live forever, man.
2: Well, like, the World Cup final, Mbappe, it was literally, you could bill it, Mbappe versus Messi. Yeah. Like, the amount of, you know, they would literally went toe-to-toe. Like, yeah. what a crazy moment for the world of football. Like, House yeah. crazy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and both, like, killer on penalties and scored Amazing goals, had Just had everything. Just had everything. Uh, so I mean Mbappe, I still think, like I said, like if you have freedom and you're good, you know you'll be you'll be good. Nice. I think coaches need to. I think coaches will evolve too. I think coaches will evolve again and kind of allow for a bit more freedom because I think the coaches need to evolve and devalue, uh, differentiate their game too. Like. Pep is not the same Pep that he was at Barca. It's very different. Like you have different type of players. Like yeah. he's probably thinking, "Man, I don't got a guy like Messi who like any at any point in time can distribute the ball wherever he wants, however he wants." Yeah. I think Messi had a, had complete freedom whatever he wanted to do. Oh, yeah. You know what 100%. I mean? So like I don't know if it yeah, but you have to be kind of at that level, I guess, yeah, to yeah. to get that freedom. I mean, let's see.
3: Yeah, yeah, Pep will never have a player like Messi ever again. So Yeah. But yeah.
2: yeah, but the
0: game changes, football changes, so you're right gotta adapt teams gotta adapt but in terms of great moments iconic moments moments we're gonna remember forever i think this podcast is one of them <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> excellent chat went over some great topics appreciate you coming through hey, man. thanks yeah, for having yeah, me again right. in the stew with all the yeah. boys yeah, man. yeah for sure absolute blast and for those that made it to the end please let us know thank you for tuning in drop a like drop a comment let us know what you thought and be the culture. Be the culture.
2: Be
1: the
0: culture,
2: culture man. Peace. See ya. Go sign up to the zone, man. I see a lot of Al-Hilal. Right. <laughs> a lot of moments in the Saudi thing coming up in you know, Neymar. It's supposed to play on Friday.
4: <laughs> you supposed to be playing Friday? Yeah. You guys need-